Hey tribe, it's Coach Zen and welcome to another episode of Life Verbs Podcast. This is episode 95. That's right. This podcast is created to hydrate your soul, fortify your spirit, intensify and renew your mindset through organic and authentic conversations to nourish your inner self. Today is special because my guest and I, we are two black women who are certified professional coaches. That's right. We're coming to you on my platform, United in this space to show the power of women inspiring women as women We must keep working together and not against one another. For there is enough out here for all of us. Coach Jennifer comes to us as a very strong business coach who graduated with her MBA. Faith coach, currently in seminary school, and a wellness coach as well. Also, she is the creator and host of Tell Them Why You Mad, Sis Speak What You Really Feel. Get ready for this amazing session with us. And I'm kicking it off. It starts right now. Thank you so much for having me on the show. So my name is Jennifer Black. I am from Auburn, Alabama. I am a huge Alabama fan, so don't get it twisted. (laughs) I have a bachelor's degree in management from the University of Alabama at Birmingham. I have a MBA from Jacksonville State University. I am currently a doctoral candidate at Lancaster Bible College with ministry, with a concentration in chaplaincy, because I'm trying to heal some souls, okay? okay. And uh, <laughs> and also, I am um, just a person who loves to just heal souls and just be out there. So, you know, that's me, yes. your personal cheerleader. Okay, yes, personal cheerleader. Yeah, because that's what life coaches do. So many people ask, right, what is the difference between a life coach and a therapist? And that is one of the main differences. First of all, therapists, right, they help you 
with the past and the present. We help you with the past, present, and the future. We help you in that navigation process and we're your cheerleader along the way with that excitement, that oomph, okay? Absolutely. So I absolutely love how you said that. Before we get started, Jennifer, I gotta ask you, the famous question of this podcast, what is a life verb that you live by? Life verb is a trademark phrase that I created. It simply means living in action, but it also is your personal life philosophy that is obtained through your experience. I know we were talking a little bit before the podcast, so I'm so excited to hear what your life verb is. My life verb is create, create the life you want to live. So just by creating that life, that's really just diving into who you are and actually who your true self is and like really live that out, like live it out. No holds barred, like no, let anybody convince you otherwise, because yet their perceptions are not your reality. So you create the life that you want to live. So that's my life verb. I love it. I absolutely love it. It is so important to create the life that you want to live. Don't be bothered, right? What other people think, especially us as melanated women. Some women are more smaller frame and that's fine. But for me, I'm meant to carry a little bit of weight. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I totally understand because listen, I'm one that has lost a hundred pounds, but see like I, um, the difference is like, People don't realize that my inner self is where I am right now because like this is what I visualize in my head because yeah. I've never really I like I went up to be like 225. I was wearing like a size 16. Like for me, that was big. Like my mom, like they know, like I was always slim as a child. You know, yeah. it was when puberty hit and life hit that I just started to add on the pounds and I started to reflect the ugliness inside of me on the outside. I got to be keep it 100. Mm -hmm. So like once I noticed that I was like, okay, and then, you know, it's just really shedding that shedding that that just badness that you've allowed to to, to take over you is shedding that. Exactly. So it's like, I get it. I totally get it. And like now I have people like, oh, you're too small and all this other stuff. And I'm like, but I'm not pre diabetic anymore because I was. So, you know, I get it. It's And it's a health thing for me because yeah. like eventually I want to have children and I want to make sure that I'm at a certain weight before I get pregnant. You know, it's like I yeah. do not want to be in any type of zone where I'm already over geriatric pregnancy range. I don't want anything else to contribute to that. Exactly. So it's like, you know, it's 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 those it's I get it like what people say. But it's all about how you feel about yourself. Like you said, like, you know what you're comfortable in. You know what you feel great in. Like, you know, I do miss my booty. I can't lie. But is she going to come back? Gonna come I'm, back. Hit, I'm hitting the gym. You know, squat out. And plus, I'm an athlete. So it's like, I still be getting it out there. Like, I still be doing stuff. I play golf, girl. I'm a black girl that plays golf. See, listen, golf has done wonders for me because it's a Ooh, game of patience. It is it's sure a game is. of patience. Sure because... Is. Because like um, just a little bit about me, I was a high school softball player and I played fast pitch. Fast pitch ball is very fast. You have to be reactionary, like stay reactionary because you don't know what's going to pop off. Where golf has taught me, especially in the transition in the place I am right now, I'm being told to slow down. So golf has taught me because it was a huge transition from swing a bat this way, then swing a bat that way, and then not 
using power, but using finesse. So it's to me, the, the game of golf is just more than just golf. It is psychological because it helps me become better because it teaches me to be patient with these people because we got to be patient them because sometimes they don't get it so we have to (laughs) coddle and hey and you know give them a second and you know so we don't go there we have to be the one that has we're held to a higher standard yeah we have to have you know we have to have a different level of patience than everyone else you know definitely definitely and you all (laughs) i want you to really soak this in two women that are comfortable, right? Love them, love the skin that they're in. I want y'all to hear who you understand who you're listening to, right? So mine is I minored in psychology in college. I'm a certified life coach, a certified spiritual coach, and a certified NLP coach. And I'm currently studying, look, we both studying, okay, to be an NLP practitioner. NLPs, what they basically do is they provide insight into how your thinking patterns can affect every aspect of your life. We teach you how to better understand the way that your brain, which is the neuro, processes the words that we use, which is the logistics, and how that can impact on, how that can be um, impactful on in your past, your present, and even within your future, and that is the programming. Let me tell you something. Baddie, okay? okay that was deep. Girl, you know? Because, like, that was deep. I'm like, Okay, I yes. feel like you better. Yes, yes. Change lives, yes. cognitively. Like, Positively. look at you. Everyone who is listening, we're here today in a unified space to display the power of the melanated woman. Each race of women has their own crafted natural essence, and we all are necessary to fulfill the collective purpose for humanity. Melanated women, we need to work through some things, right? And today we are going to have a conversation in regards to that. Jennifer, Coach Jennifer and I, Coach Zen, are going to ask each other questions and share our views and experiences. You ready, Jennifer? I know you ready. You were born ready. You were born ready. I love it. My first question to you is colorism within our own community, right? We want we want equality as people of color, but how can we obtain the acceptance, right? We really don't need to be validated by anybody, but you get where I'm going with this. If we can't accept our own. Okay. So listen, I'm going to go ahead and switch the whole game up. Colorism comes from, honestly, the competition, in my opinion, this is my opinion now, the competition for the man. Mm. So like, let's, let's, let's think about this now. Let's go biblically. Cause you know, I love that book girl. So like, book. you know, so we, we know that, um, it's he who finds, not she who finds, right? So we are to be found, which means we're supposed to be appear a certain way 
to be attractive, to be found. But what society has cultivated for us to define what to be found is big booties, this, us just internally digging into ourselves, going into our insecurities because we don't have what another woman has or have a lighter skin tone because society has accepted lighter tones as being more marketable for whatever reason. So like, but here's the thing. If you're that Proverbs 31 woman who is going to be found, you ain't worried about another woman because your soul is beautiful. So you don't look at other people. You don't look at other women as being competition. Matter of fact, you can celebrate other women because you can recognize glory. Um, And it's like being able to really love yourself enough to recognize someone else. That's what the issue is when it comes to colorism is that some women don't recognize because I know tons of women who celebrate other women. I did with no problem. Oh my God, she's bad. Oh my God, she's gorgeous. Like, oh my God. But it's never an envy situation. It's more of she has what she has. I have what I have. I stay in my lane. Cause like, sis, I'm telling you, sis, like yes. I'm a chocolate sister and yes. I still don't think nobody ain't got nothing on me. Okay. And that's how you have to carry yourself because there's only one coach Jennifer, right? There's only one coach Zen. There is no one in this planet that is like you. Right. You, you were created own- in his image. Okay. You- Beautifully and wonderfully made. And even the glorified power within yourself. Facts. Right? You got to know the glorified power within yourself. I actually said this the other day. We were created from such a magnificent creator. How dare we look down on ourselves? How dare we dim our light? Look all around us. Look at how beautiful creation is from the chloroplast and the plants, the trees, the the way the birds, the way the animals and us here as humans exist on this earth together. And don't bother one another. Right? That's the beauty of creation. So for the creator to create us how amazing is that and if there's anyone listening who may have negative self-talk self-sabotage look around you right be mindful be in the moment take in the air listen to the sounds feel the energies and recognize that you were created by the creator, but you are also a creator yourself. Hello, we're many gods. Like we, the, it's the it's the creator in us. Yes. Okay, it's the creator in us. So we exude yes. that. Like something I say to people all the time: you are really, literally the only example of God. Some people will see. So mm. because I know that, I carry that. I make sure that I try to carry people with finesse. Now sometimes I don't always get it right, but I definitely try. Depending on the day I got. Okay, (laughs) let's keep it all the way real. And speaking of, depending on the day you got, I have listened to so many of your podcast episodes and I got to ask you, Jennifer, how do you get through your bear eating days? When you said bear eating days, I said yes, bear eating days. I love how you describe that, how you get through your and can you also explain to the bear eating? Okay, let me let y'all know what the bear eating is. Okay, so sometimes the bear is gonna eat you. You know what I'm saying? Other days you might eat the bear. 
Either way, somebody eating. But you make sure that your belly face stay full. You know what I'm saying? Don't let the bear eat you. You want to eat him. You want to stay full. So meaning your cup full. Okay, hello. Your cup has to stay full. So how do you allow your cup to stay full? Don't allow anybody to take you out of your zone. Don't do it. So like, okay, my bear eating days, girl. Let me tell you something. I just got to pray through it. Like I do. Like I've had, actually, I've had a couple of buried days here recently, but you can never look like what you feel like on the inside because you'll never, never let them show, never let it show. Because like, if you allow negative energy to affect your outer appearance, it's going to, it's going to then affect your inner appearance. So it's just like, you know, just make sure you uh, stay in check, you know, count to 10. Like, I'm going to give you an example. Very, okay. almost, it was almost a bear eating day. Let's just say that. Okay. So one of my friends recently got into a car accident and we were at the emergency room. No, she called me. I was like, I'm on the way. Okay. Don't play no games. All right. So um, she calls and she's there. She's taking her in an ambulance. And I had um, had actually uh, called one of my other sisters in Christ and we were there waiting for her. First off, the little one, she went and went off because we were like, like there for like four hours. She went off to, to the patient desk, went off. And then next thing you know, the patient got upset, then was going off at the nurse. This was probably like hour 10 of being in the emergency room. By the time hour 12 hit around, it was my turn. It was. But the thing about my turn, my turn is different because I'm patient in a lot of people. I'm a cancer. So I'm oh, way yeah. patient more than a lot of people. But when I it's time for me to shake the room, I shake the room. But the bear eating opportunity was how am I going to shake this room right now? Am I going to get full? Am I going to let the bear shake the room and eat me? So I was like, you know what? Y'all have verbally gone up there and had said something. So I am the type of person I'll put it in writing. I emailed the CEO president of the hospital and was, I read him for filth. Not I read him for filth. (laughs) But such a polite way. I made the room shake. They called my friend the next day and asked her what happened. Because listen, don't play with me. This is atrocious. This is another reason why I'm going to chaplaincy. It's atrocious. You should never have someone in an emergency room 12 hours in a center of care. How do yeah. you do that? Yeah. That's so it's just, you know, that made me a little hot a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because the bear almost ate me. But that I went don't to make any sense. You know, it's so interesting. You like me because I'd be going after him too. Listen. Like, I when I was in an apartment and the air conditioner you know down here in the south okay this georgia heat girl let's not talk about it it was 98 degrees with humidity me and it was over 100. (laughs) you know how it go (laughs) you know how it go no ac called the office immediately they were they didn't they didn't they're like oh we'll be right there the day goes by, they didn't come. You know that next morning, I marched myself to that office. They said, we're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. Didn't get fixed. It had almost been a week. During this whole week, I called their corporate, right? I talked to the regional. I went to the city and talked to the, I believe it's the zoning department that handles that. It's been so long ago, but girl, I went, look. 
I, I love care. it. Listen, let me tell you I'm something. Get, I love it. I love it. When I tell you I love it, I love You better eat them. I'm girl. about to get my rent for the free 99 because, <laughs> because y'all didn't fix it. Then you want to bring, it was a whole, I was renting a townhouse. It was one of those apartment communities that has townhouses. Mm -hmm. And you bringing me one window AC unit while you're working on my air conditioning? Who that going to keep cool? Hello? She's a no. Richie. Girl, did you? <laughs> Girl, you better. You was like. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And I didn't care whatever. See, and this is the thing. And I see this in both of us, Coach Jennifer. These stereotypes, the angry black woman, all these different things, I can it repels right off of me. And I Absolutely. believe that's the same from you. I can see it in your spirit. It repels. I don't let these these ideals, right? These ideas and these name calling and this labeling oh that others want to do to us get to me. Listen, I got a work situation. Let's talk about it. So I was in a hostile work environment with two black men. Okay. So I'm automatically supposed to be emotional. Mm -mm. I'm not going to give it. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to see. I'm on my part. I was in the beginning until I thought about it. <laughs> you let marinate. I let it marinate. I said, Oh, so I started strategizing. I said, let me do with the exact opposite of the stereotype that you have for black women, okay? You're calling us angry, emotional. We got attitudes and all this other stuff. Let me go ahead and give you my corporate thug because let me let you know something straight off the rip. My mom taught me kindness. That was my foundation. So I know I get bees with honey. Okay, thanks. You like, I'm and do it so good. And do it so good. Yeah. <laughs> listen, I like, listen, I'm Venom. Like, I'm Venom. Don't play with me because I'll get you every single time. Because you know what? This right here, I could be smiling in your face and thinking about just what I'm about to write to your CEO to get you fired. <laughs> like, exact wordage. <laughs> exact, yes. Because you don't play with me. And especially when it comes to treat me like I'm less than a human, you're definitely not going to do that. I'm an advocate, okay? I'm an activist. I'm a whole movement by myself. Facts. Do not play with me. Yes. And I believe yeah. in my vision. So with that being said, I dump anything into whatever I need to do to prove righteousness because of moral victories over any earthly victory any day. And it's like when you play with somebody being a human, yeah. hello, you being safe and in comfortable uh, environment. That. That's when you got to go put on your armor and get the fighting. Yeah. Let them know. Don't play. Yeah. Don't put play it on this pen. They don't know that we know how to communicate. They don't think we have words because we're so used to using not a, an extensive vocabulary. So it's like you have to, again, the knowledge. Once you gain knowledge, you gain vocabulary. You know how to articulate. You know how to use the language to get what they get, get to them because then they're figuring that's the reason why they never wanted us educated. That is the reason why they never wanted us educated. They said, if you don't want a black person to know about it, put it in a book. 
or something Listen, like that. Listen, let me tell you something. I come from education. My mom's a whole teacher. My dad was a mechanic, but he was a teacher too. He got the point. He taught my dad, how to, my brother, how to work on cars. Right. So my it's like. Too. Yeah. Yeah. My mom, my mom too. Three degrees, three degrees, three degrees. My grandpa went to trade school. He went to trade school to be, um, Oh goodness, I'm forgetting the name. When you patch up furniture, upholstery. Upholstery, yeah. Upholstery. So, yeah. which is so smart to do because he still has couches that he's had since the nineties. But because he knows how to mend them, they still look. It's restoration. It's for it's furniture restoration. Is that what it is? Okay, mm -hmm. first of all, look, I don't need to look. That's yeah. Not me right yeah, because like, that's yeah. not my cup of tea, okay? <laughs> but it's just amazing. Even the stools, because he has a bar downstairs, he would restore the stools. My grandpa, my grandma, because um, I'm originally from Ohio, my grandma was the first in our town. She was the first black supervisor over the cafeteria for the whole town for all the public schools. And my grandpa worked in the steel mill and had a very high position as a first black as well. So wow. I feel you when you say like it's in our DNA and many of you who are listening, you can relate to what we're saying. It's in your DNA. So but you stop. have to find out what it is though. That's the thing. Yes. You found out that information. Like you realize what that looked like. Like, I mean, a lot of kids don't know their fathers. Yeah. So like, and in not knowing their fathers, they don't know that other half of them. I've had so many clients where I've had situations where I'm just like, you need to understand you, understand your mother understand who she is because you're half of her, you know, understand your father, understand who he is because you're half of them. Then you understand who was right and right, who was wrong in the situation. Because again, you have to forgive your parents for, you know, for because they were trying to learn too, just like you're trying to figure out what's going on. So it's like, you have to understand that along with the history to really propel your destiny. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Definitely. So then you can truly know thyself. Right, Facts. because when you truly know know thyself, you're you're moving differently. You better say it. You you're better say that. And I'm talking about noise. You don't pay no attention to it. You have your own cancel out system. Okay, it's like it's just your default. Okay, it's like I right. had a situation with a friend earlier. She I she was in her fields. I understand right, righteously, but at the moment it didn't call for that. So she was in the fields and I was like, okay. Cause the old me girl, what is your issue? Blah, 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 blah. Obviously this decision you're making at this moment has more to do about you than me. So I'm going to exit stage left to allow you the time to think about whatever you need to think about. Yeah, allow you to process all that and be sure to process it. Exactly. Because if you come in with pure intent, you're always going to be okay. And there was a reason why that and and I'm justified because it's my business. Like that's just bottom line. Like it's my business. You're not definitely. entitled. So right. it's definitely, definitely, definitely. <laughs> my next question that I have is do you have any concerns in regards? to the black community 
Did you know that one of the biggest benefits of podcast ads is that listeners actually enjoy them? Yeah, you didn't hear me wrong. On business.com, I learned that 67% of podcast listeners enjoy hearing ads compared to the 6% that enjoy hearing ads on TV or on the radio. So therefore, podcast ads are one of the most effective ways to get more exposure on your brand, to build your clientele, to build your customer base, and even more importantly, to create that strong loyalty within that base. That's why I am so proud to announce that Lifebirds Podcast is now offering commercial ads. That's right. We want to advertise your business. And I would love to send you more information. So if you're interested, email me at contactlifeverbs with an S at gmail.com. Again, that's contactlifeverbs with an S at gmail.com. And when you send the email, be sure to put in the subject, interested in advertisements. And I look forward to connecting with you. Blessings in abundance. Did you read my mind, Coach Jennifer? Listen, (laughs) my concern is mental health because, listen... I have been, I was, I was intensive into therapy for like over a year. Like, like my, my therapist was like, you're doing great. I'm like, nope, but I don't want to let go just yet. (laughs) Nope. Not just yet. Because you always need that tune up, you know, you just never know. So it's like, it's, um, mental health is huge because like we battle with internal demons all the time that's what it is it's not the world we're fighting with we're fighting with our own internal demons our own internal insecurities our own internal inhibitions our own internal self-limiting beliefs our own Mm -hmm. self-sabotaging antics Mm -hmm. those are things that we have to overcome because we don't want to face them because it's so easy to point the finger at they did they did they did but what role did you play like you people don't take the time to like okay what role could i have played now some people are self-aware and they take things on to be what that's not theirs that's different but it's like being owning you don't own nobody else's stuff, but own your stuff. Yeah. Because once you own your own stuff, you get at peace with so much stuff. Like you're just like so much at peace. So much, so much. You know, I want to read um a portion of this article. This was actually in on Healthline. And this portion of the article says, we weather the storm, talking about black women, we weather the storm at the cost of our health. Black women are disproportionately affected by mental health conditions. Like anxiety, having more intense and chronic symptoms compared to our white counterparts. Our physical pain 
is routinely downplayed and undertreated by white doctors. Black women also have a higher risk of developing and dying from illness such as heart disease and cancer. We're often told these health disparities stem from lifestyle factors. Listen to this, y'all. Despite the research that says otherwise. Our bodies are literally being worn down by the stress that we face. That's what's killing us. The stress that we face. But it's not the pork chops. <laughs> it's the stress further proving that the lived reality of black women isn't just a trendy political discussion point. It's an all too real public health crisis that erodes at our very feet. Girl, that's striking. That's striking. Because it's true. It is a stress. Like, let's be clear. We are conditioned to be superwoman, right? Yep. No, let me tell you something. I I played that masculine role way too long in corporate America. Yeah. I never, that my natural role is not that I'm a nurturer. I am definitely not, I'm femme. I'm so feminine. Like that is just the it. And it's, it's like, I don't, I understand transitioning and transforming to be able to survive because that's what we do right we have to survive in these worlds right but once you realize like survival of what surviving a life of theirs because it's, it's not mine it's their life that i'm trying to survive not mine thank you thank you getting out of that survival mode mentality because when you're in survivor mode mentality, that alone is just going to create more stress and more anxiety because that's a false belief. I understand that we go through things. I understand there was probably a time in your life where you really had to grind it out. You really had to get it. Maybe for you and your kids, maybe you were written a room. I get it. But if you stay in that survivor mode, you're just existing. You're not living. People don't want to take the sacrifice, though. Mm. It's, a, it's a huge sacrifice because, you know, from the spiritual aspect, from, you know, from the biblical standpoint, it's submission. Submitting to God's request for you, for, for him, for you to allow him to love on you the way that he created you to be loved on. But you have to understand what God wants, what that love is. So you got to dive into your spirituality and figure it out. So once you feel like, okay, God, I'm human. I make mistakes. But you love me like a fat kid love cake. Thank you. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's so important to believe in, I call God the source, right? It's so important to believe in the source, number one. And then it's so important to believe in yourself, number two, right? So important, so important. I want to ask you, Coach Jennifer, and then think of a question you want to ask me, okay? <laughs> we'll get to, so you can ask me some questions. 
To what extent has these recent events impacted your everyday life? Or maybe not your everyday life, but what shifted with you during this pandemic? Oh, gosh. Um, What shifted with me is I basically gave up everything that I coveted. Everything that I cherished, I gave it up every single thing because it was like, this is baggage. This is old. I haven't seen this in 10, 15 years. Like, why is it here? I understand how it happened because I moved from city to city to city to city and just had to go quickly. But like to clear out your space to get clarity. So that's my life shifted to clarity to where I sold my home and I am just out here like a nomad like right now. Like I'm just living just who I'm out here. And why? Why? Um I'm happy. I'm happy. Like it's it's I'm happy to be able to be free from an environment where I wasn't so stressed out. So it's more so of me relieving stress. Like my biggest thing was when I when I was working um, in the corporate world is that I used to say to myself, I don't want to work anymore. But to the extent I meant like, I don't want to work to where it's work. I want to love what I do. Yes. And I knew I didn't love what I did. So now I doing what I love. I created Black Light Coaching and this has been in, a, in the making for a while. I use my primary to, you know what I'm saying? To, 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 to fund the hustle, you know, like I used, I used it. So it's like, you know, believing in myself, allowing my space to be able to grow. Because again, none, we don't own any of this. None of this belongs to us. We're just stewards of it. So it's like, I learned detachment during COVID. That's what I learned. I learned detachment. And when I started to detach more and more and more, I became freer and freer and freer and more and more at peace. So that's how the recent events have shaken me, sh- shaken me is that I see peace. All I want is peace. I don't want chaos like at all. And then also I'm an advocate. Like I stand up with what I believe in. No, you can't treat me this way. No, you're not going to talk to me this way. No, you're not going to get my attention. Like, no, like, especially if it's not reciprocal. I've learned about friendships. What is a real friend? Like, if there's no rest, if there's no rest, talk about that. Okay. There's no reciprocity. There is no friendship. If you're not gaining anything from it, not necessarily a transactional exchange. No, where's your love? Where's your support? You know, where do you have a shoulder you could lean on? Basically, basically, if you became homeless, could you go somewhere? Like, where could you go? Facts. You know, that's such a great question. I love how you said that. If you become homeless, think about that. Y'all think about everybody in your life that is your friend circle. We ain't talking about family, your friend circle. And ask, if you were to call somebody right now and say, I got to go, I have no place to go. Who would say, come on, girl, come on, come on, come on. We're going to have some dinner. You can stay here as long as you need to you get back on your feet. How many people can you think about? Can you I don't hopped on a couple of my you? friends' couches like that. I know a couple of them right now. I don't hopped on their couch, been there, done <laughs> that, and they still rocking with me. Okay, and still rocking with you. And I can think, 
All my friends would. Honestly, now they would. Now them past people that I thought were friends, my grandma used to say them so-called friends. You know what I mean? Them associates, okay? They would have not. But literally everybody in my circle now, come on, will work it out. Even if they had a studio, which most of them have room. Most of them have houses. But even if they had a studio, we'll work it out. Come on. Come on. And if there's anyone that you can think of to all who are listening, who you got to question whether they would, then you just need to love them from a distance. Right? Hmm. You just need to love them from a distance. You said you had you carried them bags. Then what did uh, Erica Badu song? Bag lady, you gon' hurt your back. Dragging all the bags yeah. like that. Love girl, don't give me that. I love, I love music, girl. All kinds. What what she say? One day, all them bags, all them bags gonna get in your way. It's like a balloon. Right? And I mentioned this on another podcast. It's like a balloon, a balloon that you fill with water. It can only stretch so far. And when you're suppressing everything like that, you're not processing your emotions. You're just carrying them bags. One day that balloon's going to pop. One day all them bags are going to get in your way. And it's a lot more to unpack. Think about it. There are women who are in their 70s, women of color, 70s, 80s. You all have met them, right? Where it just, they just, it just seems like they're not even happy with life. Even when the kids just laughing and having fun and playing ball, stop laughing so much. Because they're carrying those bags. Why are you so happy? What? Who does that? Like, who does that? Wait a minute. Let's talk about it. Like, sis. Who does that? Like, who says, why are you so happy? Wait a minute. (laughs) You will get that cute to be like, wait, do I got some wax in my ears or something? Like, what? If somebody says that, that lets me know right then. No, thank you. <laughs> no, yes, thank you. Yes, no, thank you. Thank Good you vibes for only over here. Good vibes only. Because right now, why are you so happy? Because the sun is shining. Okay. Okay. Look, and I'm I like, am breathing, breathing air. You know how many people, especially, I mean, on the on the everyday basis, but especially during this pandemic. That's a lot to be thankful for. So many losses. And that's something like grief. That's something else that it's just like we have a difficult time with is grief. And it's like, you know, like, you know, being I was in a hospital the other day with my friend and I I just saw so much grief in the place. And it's just like. And then on top of that, I saw COVID in there. So it was like, yo. Let's help me get out of here. Yeah, I literally was like, I was talking to my girlfriend. Like, I was like, I was like, you know, COVID isn't here. COVID isn't here. Like, COVID's in here. I know we got a mask on, but COVID's totally. You're like, it is amongst us. 
it is a monster. And that Delta variant don't play. Ooh, okay. Like, okay. Just, like, look, Delta variant. Look, what they say. Why y'all so wild down here in the South, Zen? Zen, talk to me about that. Why is it that y'all don't wear masks down here? Like in Maryland, like it's just not like that. Like y'all, like, y'all wild out here. I was. Sir, my co-host, he told me when he, when he was down here, he's originally from the DMV area, right? And he told me he went to a lounge here. He went to like a club or a lounge spot. Nobody had mask on. He was the only one with the mask. And someone came up to him and they were like, why you got that mask on? He said, because of COVID. They said, COVID what? I think he also said that somebody coughed. <laughs> One of his friends wasn't wearing a mask. They just was a separate situation. And he was like, he like, he like, they ain't no call. He said, oh. he said, like, just ignorant, just ignorant. It makes no, it makes no sense whatsoever. It is so crazy. Girl. Girl, I thought you were from <laughs> because you know what? I did. I did, oh. Zen. I did. Why did I freeze Zen? Because I can't believe it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Girl. It's mad. It's mad. What questions would you like to ask? So, okay, Zen, what inspired you into coming into coaching? Whew, what inspired me? to come into coaching was. Hey everyone, just wanna take a quick second to hear from one of our sponsors, which is my company, Life Verbs Coaching, with me, your certified professional life coach, Zen. Listen to a testimonial from one of my clients on how Life Verbs Coaching has been beneficial in her life. I was having some difficult ch- times in life, just trying to figure out the direction that I'm supposed to go in. And luckily for me, my husband was talking to Zen one day and I said, I really need to talk to her. And that is how my coaching sessions with her started. We've been on the seven month plan and I'm ready to extend. I'm going to extend. I started off as a a person that was just trying to understand my purpose. I started off as someone that just needed direction, help to unpack a few baggages, the bags that I was carrying around in my life. And over these past six months, let me tell you, I have blossomed into the person that I'm supposed to be. And I credit that to Zen sitting through her sessions, completing the homework, really listening, being an active listener and working towards the goals that I set with Zen has just made me feel alive. I am so excited about what's to come. I'm super blessed to have Zen. I consider her my coach, but she will never get rid of me because she is going to be and will always be my friend. But if you're going through anything in life, which we all do, you need some direction, you need to unpack a bag, you need to really dig deep into understanding why you operate the way you do. Listen, life verbs coaching, this is where you're supposed to be. Take it from me. 
actually don't take it from me, take it for yourself and then let's talk about it. But Vince is everything, everything. And she will bring things out of you that you didn't even know existed because you are enough. It's in there, but you need Zen to bring it out. Get some Zen in your life. But I'm a survivor of sexual trauma. And um, done more than once. But the last one um, actually had to go to court, right? And trial for that. And that was the first time I've ever met an advocate in my life. And nobody else supported me. That was probably the time, that was actually the time that I felt most alone in my whole entire life. You know, you're sitting up there in this hospital and I didn't even know what advocate was, but I said, you know, I asked them, cause they're like, would you like an advocate? I said, what's an advocate? They said, to come and support you. I said, yeah, yes. Can you bring 10? <laughs> Is there a limit on advocates? And my advocate being there for me truly met the world to me. And I'm like, I want to do something like this, right? But I still didn't know what it was, right? I didn't, I didn't want to, I didn't go as far as get my doctorate, which I commend you, sis. I commend you for doing that because it's too much school for me. But I, I said that in my third, like early 30s, like I'm never going back and <laughs> I'm back. Yeah. Like, and you back, and you back, and I, I'm talking about. I said I never. My self limiting belief. Self limiting. Because I always wanted to be. I always wanted to be a doctor as a kid. So it's yes. just a doctor of ministry. Yes, and I absolutely love it. I absolutely love it. Um, but yeah, that was the first instance, and then years down the road, because I was a runner, I was a runner, ran from runner as a chaser. <laughs> And um, when I went back to counseling, and I've always been, you know, counselors, therapists, psychologists, and admired the work that they do. But then when I finally stopped running, I went to another counselor. She said, you need to go to trauma group. I said, trauma what? Oh, of course I was putting up the defense wall, right? I don't have trauma. What are you talking about trauma? I'm not going to no trauma group. There's nothing wrong with me. Turns out I went the day, I will never forget when I came. I actually came early. Look at that, right? I actually got there early and they were giving away jewelry at the front. See, the source always knows how to get you in where you need to be. Just a little costume jewelry. I think it was some donations or something. So I'm like, oh, I love this place. <laughs> to change my whole perspective of it. Right? It's the little things, right? It's the little, it's the little things. things. And when I went in there, she literally dropped her mouth wide open. She was so shocked that I came. And honestly, that was the best experience. One of the best experiences in my life. And I said, I want to help women navigate life after trauma. Cause that's part of my practice. But I, I was like, but I don't want to, I said, I don't want to go back to school right now. As far as, you know, doctorate or, you know, anything like that. And I'm like, what can I do? And then I um, started listening to 
Michelle Chalfant. Are you familiar with Michelle Chalfant? Uh, no. Tell me about her. She actually came on this podcast, which I was elated. She is a holistic life coach, and she is a therapist, therapist, and she has the podcast, The Adult Chair. She created The Adult Chair Model, and she really was my virtual therapist for a very long time. Um, during those times, like I didn't have insurance, you know, couldn't go to a therapist or anything like that. I was just going to the counseling that each state provides when you go through, you know, rape or assault or anything like that. And I said, this is what I want to do. And I started learning more about it. And then I got my career job, right? My first career job was a beauty executive. I've been management and stuff, but as far as like big time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Big time salary job. I was a beauty executive. So I put that back in my pocket because I got comfortable in corporate America. You know the feeling. And then, <laughs> you, you how you hit my spirit? <laughs> you know, I know I hit it. You know. <laughs> I got so comfortable. Then they let everybody go 2019 right before the pandemic november 1st we all got an email because they were west coast the corporate office right i um did the southeast for them if it was me and, a, and another girl she was based in florida i was based here um and we split southeast right send mm -hmm. an email one o'clock in the morning i wake up you know me and my boyfriend wake up He's going to work, you know, and everything. I'm getting, you know, getting ready for work. And I look at my phone and I see this email basically saying, you have until November 31st. And after that, we're letting everybody go. We're doing a restructure. The West Coast, um, the lady who lives in Colorado, she was actually up. I was shocked she was up because it was like probably like, what, four there or something like that. She was up and she was like, she sent a group text message because some of us had like a group chat going on mm -hmm. just to keep in touch with each other. And she said, did y'all see this? I said, I'm up. I'm about to call you right now. Literally got the rug ripped from under me. Didn't know what I was going to do. I just cried. My lovely, my amazing boyfriend, everything's going to be okay. Don't focus on the negative. You know, all this. So all that I feared, right, about starting my business, starting my practice, there was nothing to fear no more. I love it. Right? There was just nothing to fear no more. And I literally, I remember I looked up to the sky. Woo, trying not to. Mm, Girl, to listen, that look, I was there with you. I was, <laughs> you know it, you, you relate, you know it. I looked up to the sky and I said, God, my way is not working. I surrender, it's not working. Lead me, guide me, light every step in my path to my purpose and anything that is not of you dismiss it and i just cried because i knew literally what i had done right and i knew that the shift right it may not be comfortable but i knew that the source had me and i'm telling you the source 
held me all the way through, held the both of us all the way through this pandemic. And literally as I'm going through, right? A lot of old, a lot of, you know, relationships, meaning friendships and even my peers and colleagues. It's amazing how, you know, you can be a beacon of light in the industry, but then as soon as you're, you know, dismissed from it, people just don't talk to you anymore because they have no use. Oh, use quickly for how they forget the dead. Quickly. Girl, I'm, a, I'm a memory that's that's the reason why i had to jump off that bridge at where i was because i knew because i had first off i've been there 15 years i'm observant i saw a lot of people die in them chairs and then forget about them the na- next day i said y'all won't get me jobs ain't number stress and y'all ain't finna kill me please understand that y'all ain't finna kill me so back to the black woman in stress you're not so yeah, I'm here to definitely teach black women not to stress. Like, yeah. let's not, ladies, because listen, it's yeah. not worth it. I get it. We're going through things. It's our ego. It's the death of our ego. That's yeah. when we really have to to dive into just like the dying of our ego. Yes. And I jumped into back into um two other jobs, right? I, I dived back into two other jobs. Wow. And I said the last one I had. The last one I had, I was the only, um, there was me and um, a Hispanic lady and maybe like one more in the whole company. And I I went through something with that. I went through a lot with that and I was so stressed that I was doing my business. I would literally have, because I was like, I need this to work on my business. All I need, I gave, gave myself a limit in 2020. I said, I need to have my business rocking, right? Up and ready to run by December. By December. And I did it. And I talked to my boyfriend about it. And he said, I don't like what this job is doing to you. If you want to go, go. You can find something else or just jump into your business. And that's exactly what I did. I have never just left a job like that. I turned in my resignation that day. Some um, one of the my my supervisor rubbed me the wrong way again, and I literally said right there and then. I called her on the cell phone. I said, "Y'all got me my resignation. <laughs> I'm leaving right now." Yeah, you got me all the way. all the way messed up like i am i'm i'm sick i'm sick of this and the freedom yes being an entrepreneur it's terrifying it's It's terrifying terrifying. (laughs) matter of fact your employees eat before you do let's let's talk about this nobody let's be real let's be real i had a whole personal assistant aka my niece she got a check and i didn't she got a check. I ain't get one. She got one. That's I had to pay, because we have to pay business expenses and right. you know keep the business float. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we're handling the administrative things, but we're making sure that our people get paid, even though we're not Facts. cutting. Facts on top of living, on top of paying just our basic necessity bills, 
right? And especially, let's just be very honest, especially as coaches, we don't hold on to our clients. You have to soar and you have to fly. So we have to continue, right, to network, to talk to people and gain more clients. But we also have to, not everybody is for us either, right? Because I know I'm not the type of person, I just say energy from you, I'm not, I don't get desperate for, like, I'm not going to take just anybody, right? You got to be ready to do the work and, and we have to be a good fit. That's why I do my one hour free consultation because you need to screen me and I need to screen you. <laughs> Girl, I got 30 minutes. So I don't get my, I can't, I can't even get my hour <laughs> 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. 30 minutes. Don't do it. Don't do it. She said that quick 30, right after 30, right after 30. You y'all can book me. It's only 30 minute quick consultation. We can see, you know, how that goes. <laughs> quick 30. <laughs> I love it. Too. I love it. <laughs> this has been amazing. You're gonna have to come back. Cause I know we could go on and on. And on. This has been so great. I hope that you enjoyed it. Please let our tribe, our audience know where they can find you and where they can listen to your podcast, y'all. Look, I'm all about sharing the love. We got to support one another. You see it right here? And it's another reason why I did that. We are both in the same field. Slightly different niches. They're not Styles, right. slightly different niches, but we Absolutely. are in the same field. But you see this? We can exist. Look, Coach Jennifer is not my competition. And vice versa. Mm -mm. We gotta because, stop thinking that way. Absolutely, because like, let's be honest here. I'm a Christian life coach. I mean, spiritual life coach. Some people aren't Christians. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like I'm not gonna be the one you talk to. You know, some right. people are just, you know, again, you had you talked about your girl who does holistic life coaching. That's a different avenue. You know, it's just it's so many people in the world that there's no need for it, right? Sis? Like it's just not. Right. And it's just right. like you go to the energy, you go to the you go where the energy flows. And there no like and who you connect with because yes. look, there's enough people out here for all of us and honestly, there's not enough there's not enough of us in this field. We need more. Right? to reach even more people like we need more. And you heard it right here, Coach Jennifer. If Christian is your faith, go to her. If you're not, come to me. Let's be facts here. Like, <laughs> and then you like, can see how that works, y'all. See how that works. Look, that's why Sarah Lee won the bread and Petridge Fa Pepperidge Farms, okay? They oh, all have their- They the all get money by themselves. The recipe's <laughs> different, but the product's still bread. It's just a different recipe. That's okay. Charmin. Charmin. Just like somebody likes somebody cakes over there and don't like somebody cakes over there. It's okay. <laughs> Charmin, Angel Soft. Okay. Your brand. Okay. We they all are a good fit for different people. I just wish we would get to to see it that in that angle when it comes to small business. It's just that it's like, and I work in small business. I'm a, actually I do small business coaching as well. I have offer a, a, a my speaking of I offer a myriad of services. Um, because I know you were getting to give me my shout out information, so you yes. can book. 
Uh, I offer business coaching, life coaching, wellness coaching, and also mediation service, mediation services. I am a certified mediator in the state of Maryland. So if you have disputes that you do not want to go to court, please contact me and I can definitely make sure that you can reduce your cost. Now, mediating services. Now, that's new to me. What's mediating services? So mediating is like, you know, it's a it's a court order um, a mediator to keep like basically you have community disputes, small claims courts. If you don't want to actually go to court and pay court fees, you can pay a mediator to resolve your dispute or come to or try to resolve you. Let's say that because the, the goal of mediation is not to fix the problem. It's try to um, come to a place of understanding. And I do, trans yeah, I do. And I do transformational mediation, which is the byproduct of that is actually to make sure that the relationships between the two people are better. Okay. So you the healthy mediation, like, well, mediation is healthy, period. It's supposed to be, but it's very positive. Y'all contact her for your mediation needs. Yes. I didn't even so that's, know that existed. I learned something today. Yes. So uh, my website is uh, blacklightcoaching.com. So all one word, blacklightcoaching.com. And also, if you want to catch my podcast, tell them why you mad, sis, speak what you really feel is on all major platforms. You can check that website out at jenniferc.black.com. Oh, and also, you know, you see my gram. Follow me. Hello. Okay. <laughs> follow, follow the both of us. Okay. Follow. Follow and follow Zen. Cause Zen, listen, Zen is listen. Let me tell y'all. Let me go ahead. Zen, I gotta do this. I know you weren't expecting me to do this, but I, I wasn't. I know. So, I want to say, oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me on your show. You have an amazing, dope energy sis like i absolutely love it love and light continue to shine you definitely go out and give them people what they need honey yes miss zen i just love it thank you i love me some coach jennifer okay you have truly blessed this platform and i'm so honored and so thankful to have you here so y'all definitely go and support coach jennifer her podcast is amazing and please don't get it twisted just because can i say it coach jennifer just because she a christian okay look she get real <laughs> she talk she talk she she just as real and laid back as y'all y'all listen to the podcast you'll see listen to the podcast you will see because i was blown away because i ain't gonna lie when you first said that at first i said oh goodness she ain't gonna talk of nothing all she gonna talk about is the bible she ain't gonna be real with nothing honey I love your podcast. I keep it all the way one hundred. I was. Listen. I'm talking to because you as I'm tell you something. Like, yeah. Because the people in the Bible was real, so I bring it to the people. Like, listen, <laughs> Jesus flipped tables too. Okay, <laughs> like understand. Get it right, right. Get it right. So my, even though I can spit scripture, but I spit real facts to relate yeah. to how you really living because the yeah. Bible has so I would be the first one to tell anybody, the Bible has stories that you can't relate to. They're parables. Mm -hmm. So I love puzzles. So parables mm -hmm. to me are a puzzle. So I figure out those words in the Bible and relate them to someone that is the sitting in real life right now because it is very hard to digest and i actually said that in one of my podcasts that is hard to digest so you know what let me be your bridge over troubled water yes be the bridge because yes. i'm gonna help you hold on because i'm gonna help you get across please okay, I'm gonna help you get they, across what they say what they say 
Jesus be a fence. Look, Coach Jennifer will be the ground every day. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. I love it. I love it. You all, if you're interested in advertising your business on this podcast or your products on this podcast platform, please email our marketing team, contact lifeverbs with an S at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you in relation to this podcast episode. Let us know what you think about it. Email us again, contact lifeverbs with the S at gmail.com. Maybe we can have coach Jen come back. Coach Jennifer, come back, and maybe we do this live, and we just answer your questions, Black women. You know, and even if you're it. not, I even if you're not a Black woman, ask, ask questions. You know, it's better to ask professionals than just be, you know, ignorant-minded, okay? <laughs> Let's just keep it all the way real. Be sure to connect with us. Watch us live, me and my co-host. We go live on Instagram three days, two days a week, and we have a clubhouse called The Mix Up. Be sure to come and join. Clubhouse is free for all now. iPhones, Androids, everybody can get everybody. in. Okay, and, and I'm on. I'm on Clubhouse too. So oh, definitely yeah. Jennifer Black. Follow me on Clubhouse. Yeah, you can't we miss me. Follow each other. Well, yes, I girl. I think we do. That's where we met, right? Clubhouse? That's where we met. That's where, yeah. we, that's where we met. Okay, just making sure. Yeah. Okay. okay. See, see how Clubhouse works, y'all. See how it works. See how the connections happening. We got energy over here. Y'all better get on Clubhouse. Get some energy. Okay. Follow us. Catch our rooms. Okay. Catch our rooms. You don't even need an invite no more. There you go. Download the <laughs> app, y'all. Okay. Always remember to keep your soul hydrated. Coach, Coach Jennifer's information will be in the description box as well as ours. Follow every link, look at every website, and always remember to keep your soul hydrated and your spirit fortified. Thank you so much, Coach Jennifer. Thank you.